Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And we are continuing our Word for the Day series through Paul's letter to the Philippians. We're still in chapter 1 and today we're reading verses 22 through 25. Here's what St. Paul writes. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. Yet which I shall choose, I cannot tell. I'm hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Christ Jesus because of my coming to you again. Now, in these uh, four verses, there is a lot of content, but I want to draw out a few things that I think are encouraging. This wraps up the section of Philippians that is Paul's um, kind of reminding them of his situation in imprisonment. And beginning tomorrow, he's going to get in to the heart and soul of the letter. And I think uh, the verses on Thursday and Friday... Um, Kind of, kind of tell us the, the, the essential exhortation of this letter that leads up to chapter 2, which is the center point of the letter. But in these verses, he, he has a couple things. Uh, first, he's continuing with this, this idea that for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And he's looking at his life through Jesus and gospel lenses. Those two lenses are, the, are if you will, the glasses through which he views life. And he's thinking about staying, and he realizes if he's um, if he survives this imprisonment, then um, he can return to the Philippians, and he can do fruitful labor for the good of the kingdom, for the good of the Philippians, and for the glory of Christ. And so he frames this life around those central things. Now, in one sense, Paul is talking about his own vocation as apostle. I'm not an apostle, and I'm guessing you aren't either. So my vocation will look different, but at the heart of it is still the same principle, that as long as the Father has me in this life, um, my purpose is to glorify Jesus Christ and to uh, be a blessing to other believers, to encourage them in their progress and join the faith, and to be a witness to Jesus Christ um, through my life. But Paul says, interestingly enough, he's torn. <laughs> He's torn between staying around or really moving on to the to the next life, to what we often call heaven, what theologians call the intermediate space that, or excuse me, inter, intermediate state, that that place that's not physical where we're present with the Lord, but we're waiting for the day of resurrection that'll come when Jesus returns. And Paul says, if I depart now and I go be with Christ, that's even better than staying around. And a couple things uh, surface out of that language. Number one, um, oftentimes, you know, people ask me, well, um, what what is um, heaven like? Or if I have loved ones there, what should I expect? And my answer is the Bible doesn't give much detail. However, whatever that intermediate state is, um, it must be really good because it's better than following Christ now. Whatever great experience we have of Christ now, that's even better. 
It's not the best because the best will come when the kingdom comes in its fullness, when Jesus returns. And as the scriptures tell us, um, um, God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven and earth will unite and there will be a new heaven and a new earth. I think that means renewed, but it could mean brand new. And, and actually there will be an eternal reality of humanity somehow living in an embodied state. Okay, didn't mean to get off on that so much, but that's really the goal of our salvation, the resurrection of the dead, but there's this intermediate state. Paul says it's far better. So it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. And so I just want to encourage you that as you think about your own life and your own mortality, that whatever is on the other side between now and the resurrection, it's, it's going to be good. And second, if you have loved ones, friends who are already in that state, it's good. That's what Paul says. It's far better than it is now. But second, notice his focus. And I have to be honest, I don't think I could say what Paul says yet. Um, I really like being here. It's really good. But Paul is so, so maybe close to Christ, maybe so in touch with his own mortality, um, maybe just so sanctified and holy that he seems to be honestly saying, hey, I love you guys. Hey, I'd like to not be in prison. I'm glad to serve you. If the Lord has me here, I will rejoice in that. But the truth of it is, I'd rather go be with Jesus. I think that's a great goal to have in our spiritual life, that we could say that with Paul, that um, if we had the option, we'd go be with Jesus. Of course, it doesn't mean we want to get away from people we love dearly. Um, you know, I'm a parent. I still have kids at home, so I want to see them grow up. I'd love to, to have the joy of grandchildren. Heck, I'd love to live long enough to see great-grandchildren. But that's in God's hands, ultimately. It's something that we have to submit to him. But the promise is that it's far better, and he invites us to root ourselves in that promise and be encouraged by that. So to just sort of zoom up a little higher in the in the sky and look at this verse, um, verses um, um, 12 through 26 are kind of the first section of, of the letter, and they relate to the center point of the letter where Paul talks about the imitation of Christ in his downward movement in his exaltation by the Father, and he compares himself to that, not in a pride way, proud way, but in a way that says, what I'm walking through, what I'm experiencing in prison, um, this is not out of the ordinary. This reflects the pattern of Jesus, so it shouldn't be a surprise that the Father in his good will is leading me down this kind of path. And whatever the outcome of this imprisonment is, it will be to glorify Jesus and it will be for the good of others. It will either be for the good in the sense that I'll still be here and I'll help you grow in Jesus and people will preach the gospel because of me, or then I'll be an example of joyfully entering into the presence of the Lord and that will glorify Jesus and that will reflect the pattern of Jesus and be a blessing in ministry to you as well. Either way, I'm going to follow this path and live for Jesus, who has his Jesus and his gospel lens on, and he's set his heart and mind to live for Jesus. Tomorrow we pick up with verse 27, and it really is a turning point in the letter where Paul begins to tell the Philippians, in light of all this, here's how I want to encourage you to live as disciples.
So until then, God bless and have a great day.